1 Samuel 10, verse 17 through 27. Now Samuel called the people together to the Lord at Mizpah. And he said to the people of Israel, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, I brought up Israel out of the land of Egypt. I delivered you from the hand of the Egyptians and from the hand of all the kingdoms that were oppressing you. But today you have rejected your God who saves you from all your calamities, all your distresses. And you've said to him, set a king over us. Now, therefore, present yourselves before the Lord by your tribes and by your thousands. Then Samuel brought all the tribes of Israel near, near the tribe of Benjamin. Uh, and the tribe of Benjamin, rather, was taken by Lot. He brought the tribe of Benjamin near by its clans. And the clan of the Matrites was taken by Lot. And Saul, the son of Kish, was taken by Lot. And when they sought him, he could not be found. So they inquired and said of the Lord, Is a man still to come? And the Lord said, He has hidden himself among the baggage. And they ran and they looked for him there. And when he stood among the people, he was taller than any of the people, from his shoulders upward. And Samuel said to the people, Do you see him whom the Lord has chosen? There is none like him among all the people. And all the people shouted, Long live the king. Then Samuel told the people the rights and duties of kingship, <clears throat> and he wrote them in a book and laid it before the Lord. And Samuel sent all the people away, each one to his home. Saul also went to his home at Gibeah, and with him went men of valor whose hearts God had touched. But some worthless fellows followed and said, How can this man save us? And they despised him and brought him no present, but he held his peace. This is the word of the Lord. And thanks be to God. This, this whole, you know, the whole Saul thing, I kind of want to preach this now, Will. It's it's so it's so interesting. Like, what is going on here? Yeah, it's like, it's it's getting real spicy now. It's spicy, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yes, we're, we're telling our movie. <laughs> George Clooney, the Samuel yeah. character, stands up before all the people, and uh, and you know he's basically he starts off in this weird way. You rejected God, yeah, and you rejected me. I mean, there's kind of a little bit of that in there, yeah. But now God's going to give you a king. And they do this whole lot thing, and yeah. you know, it's like okay, there's this big reveal, and Saul is even kind of rejecting it. I mean, Saul, it's almost like he doesn't quite have the nerve um, to be the king. He's hiding among the baggage. Yeah. That is such a fascinating little detail. I know the story. You know, he's seen like on his way home from meeting Samuel, there were like what, like three or four or five, like very miraculous things that confirmed the calling, and then these lots were cast and so you would think he would have this like sense of confidence and swagger no about way. it not, not to be all. king yeah and yeah and again that's what you you still kind of like this about Saul at this yeah. point because there's this great humility to him where you know in the end he kind of lost his humility yeah um which is you know there's a lot to be said about that and what mm -hmm. power can do to people and mm -hmm. how power can distort people's understanding of the lord and um, of who they are, um, but he's hiding among the baggage. And finally, of course, the Lord says, well, this is where he is. And the people yeah. all say together, long live the king. So 
Again, very interesting story. You've rejected me, but I provided the best king possible for you. He's taller yeah. than everybody. He's better looking than everybody. Mm -hmm. And the, but then now, but then the end of the story kind of ends in a weird way. You know, everybody goes home, including Saul. Some good guys go with him, yeah. men of valor, but all of these worthless fellows. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so I don't know. Just setting it up. It's a very, very, as you say, spicy tale. Yeah. Uh, the Bible is so interesting. Yeah. And, you know, I love the, just the image, this phrase that's repeated a couple of times that he, he's taller than any of the people from his shoulders upward. That, that makes me think of like every Sunday morning and Tuesday night when I lead worship, I can spot Eric Odom from like two miles away because he just he's like tall. he pops up out of the crowd like Eric Odom. Maybe he would play Saul in this, <laughs> oh, man, uh, in awesome. this movie. But uh <laughs> But, you know, like you just have to think it's so interesting. Like the Lord says, you've rejected me. And then really the only response that we see from the people here is them shouting long, long live, live the king. king. Like they don't really freaking care. They're like, like whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and like, it, it's interesting. We really just wanted a king. Yeah. They see this guy who's tall, handsome, and you know, they, they seem pretty unbothered by the fact that they've rejected God. And, um, it, it's very telling of like the state of their just the nations and the kingdom's heart towards God. Well, and 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 here's another thing that just you just see in this story is God genuinely loves and desires relationship with his people. Like he could wipe this people out. Like yeah. And yeah. why is God so patient with Israel? Why yeah. does God bear with them? Why does God respond to them? Um, and I think that's just, it's because who it's who God is. He's mm -hmm. the God of relationship. He's a God of love. He loves his people. He's, um, you know, even though this ultimately is not going to go well for them or, uh, you know, or of course for Saul, um, God continues in a sense to bear for his people. And in his providence, ultimately one day there would come a righteous King who was very different than Saul. You know, it, it's interesting when you think of, some of the prophecies of Christ, it doesn't talk about how handsome he was or yeah. how tall he is. Mm -hmm. uh, in fact, it says there's nothing about him, that he's not who men would have chosen. Mm. Um, there, there's nothing about him that would be desired. Yeah. Um, but he's the one that proved himself to be the true and the faithful and the good king. Um, yeah. And so there's, yeah, there, watching God's providential story carry out uh, in light of what is to come in David, who's kind of this type of Christ, but who's what's ultimately to come in Jesus himself, mm -hmm. uh, is fascinating as we read yeah. that story. Well, for Will Carlisle, I'm Jason Dees. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.